Introducing the revolutionary mascara from CoverGirl that adds extreme volume, up to 300% more volume than bare lashes. New Lash Blast Cleantopia is the plant-powered mascara made with 72% natural origin ingredients and infused with cellulose plant fibers. Cleantopia is like a green thumb for your lashes. For lush, check-me-out lashes that last up to 24 hours with no smudging, no flaking, and no clumps. Put the power of plants to work for you with new Lash Blast Cleantopia Mascara. Only from Easy Breezy Beautiful CoverGirl. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 4 of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. And welcome to another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Jared Lasky. And I want to encourage you guys, if you're curious or you're seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you want to have a personal prayer language, I've got a free download available for you called How to Receive the Baptism with the Holy Spirit. That link is provided in the podcast description and the podcast notes right here for you. And people can go through it with a small group. They could go through it with their church group. They could go through it by themselves on how to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I've already received some testimonies of people receiving this promised gift, this incredible blessing, to be empowered to be a witness for Jesus. Do you want the power of God to be evident in your life? Do you need to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Are you curious about the spiritual gift of speaking in tongues, and do you want it in your life? My wife and I have a free e-course available for you called the Baptism with the Holy Spirit, where you will learn the biblical truth and spiritual reality of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you'll hear true stories of how people receive the promised gift. The videos in this e-course will expand your knowledge and understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. You'll be drawn closer in relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive prayer and activation into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can also go through it with a small group of friends, a church class, or a discipleship group. You could download the accompanying PDF for each lesson and apply the principles to your life and take the action steps. Your faith will grow as you read the scriptures, watch the videos, and participate in the activation. The gift is for you. The gift is for today. The gift is to empower your spiritual life. We know that you will finish this course with a divine empowerment that comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So start your journey today. Go to charismacourses.com slash collections and click on Jared Lasky and enroll in the baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. Guys, I'm excited for today's very special episode. I've got Randy and Leslie Bixby with me who are cultural architects. They are business success coaches. They minister around the world. They do conferences. They've released a book called The Family Legacy, How to Shape Culture from the Inside Out. They've got a passion, a passion to transform your family for the glory of God. They offer uh, coaching for your family, for you. They offer events for the family, weekend retreats and all kinds of other things. So please... Help me welcome Randy and Leslie Bixby to Adventures in the Holy Spirit. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having us, Jared. Well, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. 
I've been keeping track of you for a number of years, uh, off and on, peeking in, depending on where I'm at in the world. I, and I'm just so excited to be friends with you now and just see what God is doing through you as He's using you for His glory to transform people's lives. So I'd love to know how God gave you the passion and the call to transform families for His glory. Thanks, Jared. And we likewise, we're uh, we're glad you're here and surprised and, and good to be with you. Well, four letters. Pain, P-A-I-N. Uh, our families in different roads, we're a blended family, but uh, have experienced what, sadly, a lot of families experience today. We experience the pain of divorce, of abuse, of, I don't mean just us, but our kids or our, our nuclear family, you know, addiction, betrayal, false accusation. I mean, we, you know, the gamut of pain. And, uh, and yet, here we are, you know, lifetime believers and passionate followers of Jesus, like running after the kingdom for real. And yet all that was a part of that journey. And what a lot of people think disqualifies you when you just run after God and, you know, you either fall on the rock or you get crushed by it. right? And so when you throw yourself on that rock and humbly seek God and just lean in and keep giving your yes, what we found was, you know, we could actually learn. God wanted to show us how to heal our own families. We did leadership training have for years in, in, in the government forum, in the business forum, in church leadership. Leadership's been really my whole life journey, ministry and leadership. And, you know, at a real low point, God just said, love your family. And, I, and he started showing me how to take all of this experiential training and, leadership and point it toward my family and start doing it so that my kids could heal. And Leslie and I, you know, were married a few years ago, five years ago, and she just came right in and we just continued in step with restoring families to God's design. And it is glorious. And he's the hero of our story. What how is it? Yeah, we sum up our story in three words, redemption, restoration, and the kindness of God. That is our story. And he's the hero of our story for sure. But being that we've been through that, and he's showing us practically with tools, what do you intentionally do to bring your family back together when it's been blown apart? And, and where do you go to family school? Yeah, where do you go to family school? Where do you learn to do that? And this has been the journey and the passion that's burning now that's come into the Family Reformation Project and uh, the book, workbook, e-course, tools, conferences. It Really, it's all about restoring the family to God's original design, because we just believe that whoever wins the family wins the culture in the end. We believe that that culture is downstream from family. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we produce people in our, our families, we raise them up, and then they go out into the culture. A lot of people want to blame the education system, or they want to blame the arts and media and, you know, the whole gamut. And the truth is, is the leaders that are occupying these seats in our, in, in the gates or spheres of culture came from families. And so they are governing based on their core values that they learned in their families. Yeah, but that's really what, what I think the big aha is. Um, a few years ago, 400 of the highest, you know, who's who in the Christian zoo kingdom leaders got together and they asked some real good questions. You know, what's working, what's missing, what's confusing, what's next. The number one thing that leaders said was missing 
was a comprehensive systematic strategy for the family. And that so resonated with us because what's what what honestly there's a veil, I believe, over the mind of you know the church, frankly, at least in America in the West, that that says basically, um, you know, what's wrong with family? <laughs> well, duh, right? Like family is, and this is important, family is God's governing structure. You know, it's not, a, there's a debate, is it a, is God's kingdom a theocracy, a democracy, is it a monarchy? No, it's a family. God structured everything in the garden. He, you know, we talk about this from before time, Jared, there was family, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Inside of time, God sets us in family. And after time, there's a family. Like family is this, this eternal past to eternal forward and it is it is his governing structure the kingdom is a family business my spiritual dad life hetland says and so you know what does that actually mean we a lot of people talk theory i love talking theory i'm highly theoretical right and what does that mean if you can't translate that down into practical how to so that's the family work it's a life work this was not an easy task and, you know, as you know, God just takes our yes and does amazing things. So six protocols, six categories of how to do family like God designed with about 60 exercises that you actually do. And that's, I think, some of the most valuable work around family is, is that we take, we take these ideas that God has in Scripture and then we say, how do we do this? How do we train and equip this? So there's these exercises not only produce the character and nature of God in our families, but they train our kids how to do it with their family. Yeah. I think what's important to note about this work too, Jared, is that this is for everybody. This isn't just for, you know, the intact nuclear family, mom, dad, couple kids, and a dog and a cat. Our families look very different these days. The divorce rate is just as high in the church as it is out in the world. And it, it shouldn't be that way, but that's what we've got. We've got a whole generation of kids that have been raised in the church. We've relegated their spiritual formation to the church, and we haven't done a great job in the homes. If we had been doing a better job, we wouldn't have our college kids leaving the faith in droves once they leave home. So this work is, we didn't start this work with our kids until they were adults. And we've had tremendous, like Randy wrote oh. the book originally to heal his own family. And this is extended now into our blended family. So it doesn't matter if you're a grandparent, if your kids are out of the house, this is for, for young people that are just starting off. How do you do family? How do you do family? How wonderful to equip young married people with a way to do family the way God structured family to be. Um, there's a lot of single parent families out there. We have, we have tons of adult orphans out there that have created their own family groups because their own families are so broken. Um, and then there's also just the, there is the healthy, if you will, Christian family that's doing a, doing a good job with their kids, but do they know how to demonstrate it in their families so that they're, they're intentionally 
passing on the character and nature of God, because we believe that's the ultimate legacy. The world talks about legacy, like, you know, the the buildings and the hospitals and what you're named after. That's just the fruit, right? The real legacy is passing on the character and nature of God into our kids, our grandkids, and equipping them so they know how to do the same thing. I love that. So what are some of the things that you guys can do when you come along family and also, you know, some testimonies you may share from the Family Legacy and the Family Reformation Project. Yeah, I mean, the, the protocols are really the heart of the, the work. In other words, six categories. So there's like an emotional intelligence protocol, which is basically how do we create a fun, safe, loving, trusting, supportive environment at home? Like, how do we listen to each other and communicate? How do we forgive each other? And how do we have a set of you know, expectations, what we call a family social covenant agreements. You know, what do you need from me? What do I need from you? What do we need from each other? And how do we get back into agreement? And just tools that are are so essential for creating the kind of home that our children want to be in. I mean, there's a reason why, uh, you know, family meetings seem scary or they don't happen or you know, our, our families don't get together around the table like maybe once they did. It's because of all of the stuff that's happening or not happening relationally that's broken. And so how do you how do you address that? If you got a family and you want to put your family back together because you're disconnected, you don't really understand each other, it's not safe. Kids don't want to come around, you know, if it's not safe, they're gonna get hammered every time or you know, watch somebody hammer some. So how do you do that? So that's what like the just the emotional intelligence is what 10 exercises or whatever around just basic life skills, honestly, that we've taught to leaders all over for years. Yeah. How do you speak the truth in love? How do you actually empathetically listen to somebody to seek to understand? Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, this is fun. The identity protocol is a set of exercises to know who am I? If, if you read the book. And I know you have the the problem with our families, as I really went to Holy Spirit and said, literally, this is my process. I sit down with him and say, Holy Spirit, where are we going today? Like that was the level of like partnership. You know, what do you want to show me? What are we, and and I remember really getting to the heart and the revelation started to flow that really the problem is identity drift. In other words, we don't know who God is. We don't know who we are. And at that level, everything else is off base. Every, you know, it's that one degree off at the beginning that over time, it's, you know, so far from where it was designed. We don't know who we are as a family. What's our purpose as an individual? And, God, you know, identity drift coupled with the failure to self-govern well. I mean, in the garden, that's what happened. They, they chose and their will to go it alone, you know, do it our way instead of God's way. And we haven't been governing ourselves well ever since, you know? And so how do we replace, how do we self govern or what we, how do we walk by the spirit? That's really what the EQ protocol is. It's how to walk by the spirit. And then, you know, obviously there's a number of exercises to seek God. I tell you, if you want to, if you want to find God, you got to seek Him. He rewards the hungry. Those who seek Him with all their heart, wholeheartedness, is what He rewards. And He hides Himself so that He can be sought out for the hungry. 
And that's what a lot of these exercises do, Jerry. So what, you know, the identity protocol we go through historically and generationally and deal with, you know, inner healing and deliverance where it's needed. And then also, you know, how does the character and nature of God uniquely show up in your family? Are you, are you servants? Are you creators? Are you artists? Are you innovators? Like, how does the Holy Spirit manifest in you, in your family? And what's the purpose? Where is he pointing all of that in the earth for your contribution while you're here? And and we lead families through these experiences to identify that. And then out of that, they create a family coat of arms. And it's one of the most exciting experiences that a family always in so that, you know, this is who we are. This is no, we're not that we're this. Hey, no, we're we're not that we're this. Yeah, I want to interject here, too. When we did the our coat of arms with our family. Again, you got to understand this is a blended family. And we still had, uh, we had some prodigals out there at the time. But the EQ portion of this work is is so transforming that you actually, we did, we sat around for months. We had white paper all over our living all room. Over the house. And they fully participated. They fully participated in this work, even though they didn't hold the same worldview. So this is what these EQ tools actually help us do they help us to communicate to speak the truth and love to to make it safe to be where you are um and still remain true yeah i I know where you put a quarter in it we're so excited (laughs) but the the last i love it i love it the last part of the problem you know we identity drift we don't know who we are you know this failure to self-govern well and then finally the last part is this and this is important the choice not to govern the family as God designed. And I tell you what, that's playing out in our headlines every day. The choice that we've made to do family on our own, away from God's design, has created what we have. The brokenness in families, generation upon generation, has put leaders at the gates of culture in decision-making places where they simply lead and govern out of their character, out of their nature. And so when they make more and more bad decisions because of the generational fall, I mean, this is what I discovered in, in research and civilizations was that the demise of the family brought about the collapse of the culture. It's, it's historical fact over and over. Eight major civilizations that I studied, it was one of the top five reasons right. of why. Je- so, you know, so, you know, we are taking families through and churches through conferences where they have these revelations and then they go on for classes for months, you know, and, and, and in, integrate this into the life of their families. We do single family encounters where, you know, we dial it in really for a family. What are their needs? What's their particular specific journey, you know, and, and the healing they need and the restoration they and we literally come alongside them and walk them through these while while giving them the tools. And then, of course, I mean, man, testimonies have testimonies. I mean, our own son, my son, you know, actually was so hurt. He was a Satanist, self-declared Satanist for 17 years. And 17 years I prayed and believed. And supernaturally, miracle. it is such a story. I mean, I'd love to tell you the detail of it. He was supernaturally delivered by God in our home Amen. A, a year ago, October, and he is on fire. He's getting married this week, 
We're excited for that. And I mean, he has been transformed. My kids, my, my middle daughter, who is a pastor, and Garrett, they've been trained up in these things. And we're excited about the generational flow. And we've got other kids, you know, that are in different parts of the journey. But um, man, there's healing that happens in families. There's, um, you know, we get feedback like this. I love my family. I wanted to do something, but I didn't know what to do. Huh. And this was intentional. This was like practical. I could go to a dinner, like the third ritual or the third protocol is the ritual. And in the family ritual, it's pattern after the Shabbat. It's how do you get together around great food, fun, wisdom, right? And a coach and story around the character and nature of God. So all the protocols have this thread of the character and nature of God. How do you deliver and demonstrate and nurture and define and impart perseverance, love, right? Hope, character, honor, faith, whatever it is. And, and the exercises uh, help make that happen like in the ritual. Yeah. And there, there's, there's things like we have a mission protocol. You know, how does a family come together when there's, when there's a time of need? crisis. And it doesn't necessarily, it could be a good thing. It could be the birth of a baby or a move or a new job. It could be something hard like a sudden death or, or life, right? In this world, we will have trouble. And it, it's super practical. These tools walk you right through how to do things practically. So it's not just an information dump. It really is hands-on and they're simple to do. Randy writes about this in the book there. It's, it's simple to do, and simple not to do. We are, um, our culture is very busy, even yeah. in the church, right? We're, we're, we're a busy, busy culture. And before you know it, we know this because we're, we're grandparents multiple times over now. It, it's gone in an instant. You know, yeah. get that time back. But God, God is one who restores. So again, I really want to stress this work is for every family. Every individual, because we all came from a family. Yeah, that's right. So yours, um, in your book, you talk about a coach approach and yeah. the coat of arms. I love the idea of putting together family coat of arms. Uh, and, you know, um, you've got some amazing quotes in the book. You know, you said something, and I've got a copy of it right here, The Family Legacy. And um, I, I got an autograph, so thank you. <laughs> Whoever wins the family wins the culture in the end. Yeah. And you're, you're right. Like we've been so focused on, we, we put the blame on the media, on the news, on mm -hmm. government, you know, that's what some people do, but we need our families, but you've got this message of hope that God brings healing, you know, and the, and you could bring the family together. You mentioned a coach approach and I, and I love that concept, like meeting with your family members uh, one at a time every month. What does that what does that look like for someone who's like exasperated? And, you know, like, I mean, I'll be honest, just this morning we had a freak out moment with some kids, you know, and that's that's real life. But, you know, they know they're loved and, you know, need to approach them. But what, what does that look like for someone? What does a coach approach kind of mean that someone could approach their kids, whether they're adults or kids now? Yeah, well, the, the concept in coaching really is helping somebody else discover what's already inside of them. This is what makes 
coaching unique. It's a it's a unique modality as opposed to therapy or counseling or mentoring, right? It's it's asking a really good question and then letting your family members in this particular case, you know, kids come up and draw with, out draw out of them what's really going on inside of them and say, you know, why'd you do that? Like, right? Did you so the environment has been set, it's safe. And you ask them a question that helps them lower that 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 basket or that bucket down in deep and bring up life happens from us, not to us. This is important. The the word says that that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, that the issues of life flow out of the heart. And neuroscience has finally caught up with this. And neuroscience tells us now that up to 95% of our thinking is happening at a subconscious level. Wow. So what the coach approach does essentially is helps you access and pull up the stuff that you're not aware of. Because if your kids or anybody else in your family can have their own revelation, oh my gosh, that thinking's coming out of me, then they can see it. And once it's been exposed and they can see it, then the coach approach then walks them through how they can get into agreement with the way God thinks about it. Yeah, so good. I, I want to say that the gift that God gave us, two gifts, one is for inside-out transformation. Like literally, how does that happen? And second, it really is um, around equipping and equipping through experiences. And so all of these materials, the experience, including coaching, Jesus had a coach approach to discipleship. He would give him an experience, go out two by two, and then he'd have him come back in. How'd it go? What'd you learn? You know, and and, okay. and he would teach them. But, you know, uh, under under scientific observation, Jared, when, when I tell you to do something, if your brain was under, you know, all the sensors and you were getting an MRI or live look, when I tell you something and I'm lecturing, information's coming at you, the brain shuts down. It gets quiet. But when I ask you a really good question and you have to think and answer it, or you have an experience, the brain just lights up like a Christmas tree with activity. And that just is a sign, right? Like a really good question coming out of an experience, a person can learn. And what happens in transformation this is what I want to say. There's three elements, at least, that have to happen. Number one, you have to have a revelation. You, you cannot be transformed without rev. That's why, you know, we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. But that's because we get a revelation from Holy Spirit. We see something different than we've ever seen it before. Oh, I see a belief system that's been down in my subconscious that I never knew. I, was, I had an unhealthy attachment to what people think about me. It's called fear of man. And I... Everywhere I go, I have this, you know, thing that's I'm worried about what other people think about me. So it, it runs my life. Oh, well, I might not have known that that was actually a way that I had chosen to think and believe. But I all of a sudden, I ask questions and I'm able to have it drawn out and up it comes. And then the second part of transformation, I can take personal responsibility. You can't be transformed without taking some personal responsibility. That's right. I chose that. I'm choosing. I can choose something. And this is hope. This is really empowering. A lot of people are stuck. I was there for a long time. Can't change. Never be different. You know, it's what happens to me. And until I realize that's not true, I get to choose. Life happens from me. 
So if I choose to believe the way God believes, and this is important, this is where Holy Spirit comes to his revelation, and we take responsibility, and then we take action with Holy Spirit according to a new way of thinking. That process creates transformation. And as we continue to do that, we are transformed because our minds are renewed to agree with God. Amen. Did we want to touch on um, family school? Do we have time? I'm not sure. What's next? Well, sure. Real quick, go go for it. And then I'd love for you to pray for the families or what the spirit leads. Yeah. Um, you know, like give people just because you're you're both equippers. I'm an equipper. You love to activate people. It's practical application. That's what I live for. So yeah, yeah go for it. Yeah, we just want to mention one of the delivery systems is what we we call family school. And the Lord put it on our heart about a year ago to train people to go through the work. It's just another way of going through the work in a classroom format. We do everything over Zoom. And we have a certification program. So at the end of approximately five months of classes, you can be a certified family coach or really well-trained in how to do family. You know, we've got the do-it-yourself version too. Um, anyway, I just wanted to mention that because we we have some tremendous testimonies. We've uh, graduated now 30 certified family coaches that now could take the work into their own families. They can take it into their churches. They can take it into their businesses and use it, whatever, you know, however it fits into their sphere. Man, I love that. Well, now lead us. Yeah. So, so one of the activations that in the tools is what we call rule 51. In Rule 51, simply, I, I led a house of prayer for six years, night and day house of prayer. And after about six months, I didn't know what to pray anymore. I prayed every prayer I knew how to pray, you know, hundreds of times, you know, and, and I had a lot of growth to, you know, intercession and, and travail. I mean, all these different. Anyway, long story short, I mean, finally, the Holy Spirit one day is like, when are you going to start asking the one who knows everything? What? what you should pray and stop telling him what you think he should do. And I was like, right now? <laughs> and so listening prayer, in other words, 51% in my quiet time with God, this is my prayer life, our prayer life. Over half the time, I'm going to spend listening to the one who knows everything instead of telling the one who knows everything what I think he ought to do. That's why it's called Rule 51. It's the prayer of inquiry. It's the kind of prayer that King David did. And it's the kind of prayer where we get strategy. So from an activation point, guys, this is what we encourage you to do. Start this way. And you do it with you do it with paper and pencil or a pen. There's something about the brain-hand connection when you're writing. And you ask God, Father, what do you want me to know about you today? And then you write your name, Jared, I want you to know. And then you just start pouring out your heart on paper, what you're hearing, sensing, feeling. The Lord will bring, depending on how you're wired, he talks to you in pictures. He'll give you scripture. He'll, you'll hear the audible voice of God. It's it's just an amazing way to um, have intimacy with, with, with Father God, with God right. on a real intimate, intimate level. So you can also do, Father, what do you want me to know about me today? Me today? And then here's the one we're going to do right now, real quick. And here's the thing. Father, what do you want me to know? about my family today. So we're just going to open that up in prayer. Just give it however much time that you have and we'll go from yeah. there. So Father, 
Uh, we just thank you. Come, Holy Spirit. We silence every other voice but you. But speak now to everybody who hears this now or in the future. And we're asking you with with ears to hear, Father, what do you want me to know about my family today? Father, just lift up everybody in the sound of my voice. Lord, we just thank you that you created us in the context of family. And I pray that you would infuse hope into all the listeners today, that there is hope for their family. There is, you are the God that redeems, that restores. It's your kindness, Father, that that you would visit every family represented here today. And you would meet them right where they are. Yeah. Yeah, I want to encourage you to spend some more time with that question in prayer. But I'm just going to ask, what did, did you get anything over there, Jerry? Uh, as the jet goes over, <laughs> <laughs> praise God. Uh, just what I saw was this this heart. You know, and then it was coming, coming together. And, you know, I'm a family of six, my, my wife, and then I've got four amazing kids, including myself. So that's six, but just the heart coming together. And even now, you know, there's the crown of thorns on it, but I just felt a deep sense of love to nurture love in my family, nurture love in my life first and foremost, you know, love towards God, but then just letting the kids know I love them. Even though, like I shared earlier, we had a little freak out moment. They they still know that they're loved, and I I need to approach them and just let them know they are unconditionally loved by me. Even if there's a, a situation or something, I'll love them no matter what, mm-hmm. and just continue to nurture that. Yeah, so good. It's just like Father. Amen. Amen. So, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information? Really, the Family Reformation Project dot com. The fam, make sure it's the include the the. There's another one very close to that that's not us. Uh, the family reformation project.com, yeah, and it'll show you the family school. There's a there's a you know a section on there for leaders and ways that we serve. We're really called to leaders and leaders, so that's where we, we focus, and uh, that's really it. It's been an honor, it's been a pleasure to have you guys on Adventures in the Spirit as we've been talking about the family legacy and the family reformation project. So thank mm-hmm. you so very much. I want to encourage people do this activation that the Bixby's just shared with us. Hearing God for yourself, hearing God for your family. Check them out at the family reformation project.com. As always, guys, subscribe, share this podcast episode with your friends and family, and check out this preview of the family legacy right here on Adventures in the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Bixby's, for everything. Randy Leslie, it's been an honor. Thanks, Jared. I was at the lowest point in my life. Despite a successful career, my family was struggling. I wanted so much more for my family and my legacy, but I didn't know where to begin. I asked some important questions. How could I heal and restore my family? What legacy would I leave for my children and grandchildren? What will the world miss if we don't fix this? I knew I was not the only one with these questions facing a broken family and a broken legacy.
That's when I read this proverb. Wise people are builders. They build families, businesses, and communities. Through intelligence and insight, their enterprises are established and endure. And so I started with the design of family from a biblical worldview and used emotional intelligence and the inside of a coaching framework that I had used in training leaders for years. And I applied them to our family and we started to heal. We discovered our family identity and purpose. We brought fun and love back to our family and we began creating an enduring family legacy together. We knew if we could make this work in our family, it would work for other families as well. Our journey is what has become the family legacy shaping culture from the inside out best-selling book and companion workbook. The Family Legacy, Shaping Culture from the Inside Out is an Amazon International bestseller in five countries. Here's what leaders are saying about Randy's newest book. Sean Bull says, Randy Bixby is offering a full tool set that is so complete that I think it needs to become a new handbook for families, counselors, and pastoral care providers. I haven't seen another book quite like this. Dr. Lance Wallnow says, like few others, Randy has the unique ability to put his finger on the exact issue and what it takes to create lasting change. The Family Legacy Shaping Culture from the Inside Out is his greatest work, his magnum opus, a must read. Virginia Dixon says, inspiring, practical, and compelling, an indispensable resource for such a time as this. The book and companion workbook are the foundation of all our work we are doing with families to help them intentionally live and leave a meaningful legacy. Six protocols with more than 60 exercises and tools and a workbook with step-by-step -step instructions on how to do family, how to carry out each and every protocol. At Cultural Architects, we equip families by delivering the content of the book in a variety of training options. From the do-it-yourself individual family with the support of a family coach or an e-course to a family legacy conference and small group training for churches. From a family legacy school and camp for many families at once to an unforgettable family legacy encounter where our family leads one family for one weekend in one life and legacy changing experience. We at Cultural Architects are committed to helping families and shaping culture from the inside out. Visit culturalarchitects.org to learn more and get your copy of the book and workbook and schedule training. Your family and your legacy will never be the same. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.